is Sunday Soul Service. I know you having an awesome time. I wanted to come in right quick. I know I usually do the intro, but I just was so excited. I am Dr. Renee Sunday. I'm Minister Dr. Renee Sunday. But I wanted to come in, and I just wanted to say that we miss you guys so. It's been a little bit with our schedules, but the thing about it is, you know, we have to have God's word. We have to have him in our lives. We have to have him because we can't do anything, and I mean anything, and you know this, without him. So I just want to let you know I'm so excited. You know i got to get on out the way, but I just want to say if you have any questions, you know, at the end you can hit star one. That's question, comments, uh, or what we're talking about tonight. You see what I'm saying? And, you, and we actually have a powerful, you know who it is, Minister King. We have a, a powerful topic that he always, that God puts in his spirit, that is always right on time for each one of us and the people that's listening on the archive as well. But I'm going to go in prayer just briefly, and Minister King may want to actually go, you know, go in prayer as well. But, you know, we can pray without ceasing. That's what it said, right? <laughs> Anyway, our Heavenly Father, we come to you right now. Just thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, for being God and being God all by yourself. Lord, we just thank you that you're the same today, you're the same tomorrow, you're the same forevermore. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, that you do not give us what we deserve. Have mercy. Lord, we just thank you for your unconditional love. Lord, we pray right now, Lord Jesus, for Minister King, whatever you have put on his heart to say, that we actually will listen, but Lord, also we will apply to our life, Lord Jesus. And we just thank you and we pray a blessing upon him and his family, Lord Jesus, because you know how it goes. You know, <laughs> the distraction will try to come, but we're just so glad they will not actually take us over. And we give you all the honor and the glory, Lord. And everyone that's listening, Lord, ooh. Whatever's wrong, make it right, right now in the name of Jesus. These are other blessings we ask in our son, Jesus' name. Amen, amen. <laughs> amen, amen. Ooh, you know, okay, I'm going to be good. We just, <laughs> amen, I'm so amen. Excited. We're going to just let, yeah, come on in here, Minister King. Go right ahead. <laughs> yes, amen, amen. Yes, there's, like you say, welcome back, welcome back. Because we've been away for a while, but but we have a word that God has put on our heart today, and uh, and it's something just to get close to, just to just to come go back to the basics. Basically, what I want to talk about, to Renee, back to the basics. So, without further ado, we'll go ahead and get started. This, and uh, what I want to talk to you. Welcome back. My, the radio listeners, and we're glad to have you, and we don't take it lightly. We appreciate everything that when you coming out to listen to us speak the Word of God to your lives. So we thank you for that, the radio listeners. We thank you. So I want to go ahead and jump into the message, and I want to talk about getting to know God and living in His favor. And And it seems like with all the hustle and bustle that we go through, and and all that the world throws at us, we can sometimes we get kind of discombobulated on getting to know God and remembering who He is. So I think that that's that's something we should put at our forefront, uh, forefront of our days, the forefront of our thinking, is to always have a mind towards God and always think about God and think about what He's trying to tell us and, and everything that we come across. So the scripture I want to come from today is Psalms 19. And Psalms 19, Psalms 119 and verses 1 through 16. And and, and I had a little bit of the uh, of the youth involved when I when I heard this. It's like how can a young man, how can a young person stay pure by obeying the word your word? I have tried hard to find you. Don't let me wander from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I praise you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. I have recited aloud all the regulations you have given us. 
I have rejoiced in your laws as much as in riches. I will study your commandments and reflect on your ways. I will delight in your decrees and not forget your word. And this is something that David, David talked about. And David in the Psalms, he always talked about for direction. And, he, and it shows his commitment to God. And, and that's who I want to talk about today is just briefly David. And it's First Samuel 13 and 14, it reads that David was a man after God's own heart. So we have to have the heart of God, and we have to seek God's heart. And and all the time that we've been led by the devil, not knowing anything about God, now it's time to turn back to get to know God. We need to get to know God, get to know what he's like, to know what he expect out of us, and to know what he's offering us. By following him and, and submitting and devoting our lives to us. And it isn't even worth it. So we have to look on all those things and get into know God. And how do we get to know a person? How do we get to know anything is to know his ways. So we have to find out God's ways. And the best way to find out God's ways is basically to read his word. So... And, and as we go through, now David did a lot of awesome stuff. He did a lot of awesome stuff. And sometimes we could we could look at the, his life and say, well, that's not, that can't be for me. I'm talking about David. He started after the Lord, and, and he had all this power. He had and done all these great things. But God didn't just have give all that power and that strength and that courage and, and that might and that wisdom just to David. The same wisdom, strength, courage is available for us We have to if we tap into it. Because David says, and he said he hid his word and God's word in his heart. So we have to do the same thing. We have to do what David did. And, and as we look at it, David wasn't a perfect person. He wasn't perfect, but he was a man after God's own heart. And so, and basically the first thing that we can look at is is our mistakes don't define us. So if we make mistakes, they don't define us because God judges our heart. And that's what we have to keep in mind. God judges our heart. So as we go through our lives and go through our, our days, we got to just understand that. God is judging our heart. He's judging the content of our heart. He's judging the, the motive behind what we did. That's what he's doing. So we have to consider our ways and consider the motives. So and this this is getting to know God and living in his favors. We have to we're gonna have to do this. And the first thing to do in getting to know God is to read his word. And that's to read the Bible. And we have to be committed to studying that word, regardless of what level we are in. We have to study God's word and to find out what he said. And that's in order to know, get to know God. Because we don't, it's good for people to tell us about him, but it's better for us to know about him ourselves. And that's what we must do is to get to know God for ourselves. And that's a one-on-one relationship. And it's good to have people pray for you and to have the pastor preach, but it's better to know God for yourself, to study, to show ourselves approved, to study that word. So we, that is our, that is the best route for us is to study his word. And then we interact with people, and then we could find out more about him through the way God interact with other people, the way God moved through other people, and the way God moved through us. So, so we're taking a look at all that he he did and all that David accomplished. And we might think that we don't deserve it and we and God didn't include us, but he did. So and we and we only look at the good part of David's life. We only look at the the the, the courageous part. But David had a downside, so he made some mistakes. He sinned. So and uh, but but God looked at David's heart. 
and after the sum total, it was uh, he was it named him a man after God's own heart. So, but the Bible gives us that account of David's life: the good, the bad, the ups and the downs. And he started out one step at a time, and that's the same as we must do. We have to start out one step at a time. And I and I look at uh, the way my life is going, and and the way my and my daughter. And you watch him go one step at a time, and you see the baby steps, and then you see the the, the the next step. And this is the way we should take on our Christian walk. It's the baby steps. Don't get too far in advance. Don't make things too complicated. Just take pace ourselves and get to know God and find out what the desires of God is. And we must desire God's word. We must desire it. That must be the first part of our, our thinking. And then we also, once we know the word and and hear the word, we got to learn how to apply the word in our daily lives. So by applying the word in our daily lives, then we can get practice. We have time to practice and and seeing this word unfold in front of our eyes and not to rush anything, but just to take our time and, and allow God to work because God is a, God doesn't rush. He said to be patient, and he's a patient God with us. So we have to be patient to let this, the, the word and the situations mature and manifest in front of our eyes. But if we rush in, we'll miss a lot of stuff. So so the first part is to is to start with the Bible. It's just you and God's word, and we go from there. And then another part is to, another key part of it is the prayer, is our prayer. And our prayer is simply talking to God, asking God to bring what we read in the Bible to life. We just ask Him to bring it to us. And if we don't understand it, we just and we go to God in prayer and talk to Him and tell God, reveal to me what what Your Word is saying in this instance. And, and we don't have to complicate anything. We don't have to rush. And we don't have to talk all the time in our prayer. We don't even have to talk all the time. We could just and and talk, ask, make our petition, and then wait for God to answer. And so we don't have to be. Uh, prayer is not all the time talking. Prayer is sometimes listening, listening to what God has to say about the situation. And the way we be able to listen to what God is telling us is through the word that he, His words that we have read. And their words that we've studied. So this is a whole thing that we have to be patient with. And and God loves to answer prayer. And he answers that prayer according to his will. The will that he has on your life. And the will that he that is willed and which way he wants us to go. He answers that prayer. And he loves to answer that prayer if we're patient for him. So we should practice praying to God. And, and just like baby steps, start out with the small ones and work our way up. And watch God, watch God do great things through that prayer. And it's just not a long and and drawn out prayer, but we have to just just talk to God, talk to Him like you would anyone else. Just talk to Him and say, God, I don't understand this. Could you reveal this to me? God, I don't, I don't I'm not comfortable with this. Can you can you shed some light onto me? Deliver me and let me. Bring me some more revelation, and he will. So that's where we have to be patient with God and, and pray. Pray his will. Pray his word. Study his word. So we have to, and another key thing is to meditate on God's word. When we meditate on it, we stop and think about it and ask God, what does this mean? And we meditate on the seat, and we ask God, what are you saying? And ask God to enlighten and reveal it to your spirit. It's like, what are you saying, God, in this? So we we have to meditate and we have to take time and and be patient. It's everything with God is patience. God has never, never, I've never seen God in a rush to do anything. And I, I just, I just can't see God being a, a God that rushes. He's a very patient God, and we shouldn't rush either. We shouldn't rush through. We shouldn't rush through reading His Word. We shouldn't rush through studying His Word, and we shouldn't rush for Him to get an answer. 
So all that patience, that long suffering works all works together in what we're doing. So and Lord and just asking the Lord, Lord direct me in the way I should go. Because we go back to it and it says, How can a young person stay poor? Pure. In ver and verse nine. By obeying your word. And it's and it's I have I have tried hard to find you. Don't let me wander from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart. It's like you, he's hidden God's word in your heart, and that's what we should do, hide it in our hearts so we know it's there. So it's there when, when the times get rough, we can pull it out. So the way, and, and, this, and, and the, re, the repeat of this, the way we get to know God, a person is to know his ways, and we watch how the way God operate, and look what he did for David, and all the mistakes that David made, but he still was a man after God's own heart. So, basically, God is telling us that our mistakes don't define us. The world will say, try to let your mistakes define you, and and the devil will hold it all against you. Let your mistake, you made a mistake so you have to pay for it for the rest of your life but that's not the, that's not that that's not the way it is with God because forgiveness and our grace is available to us so we have to know God's word know who he is know what he's trying to what he wants for us and God wants a peaceful life God wants God wants us to be obedient to him and to, and to study his words and and to fulfill his will so we have to devote ourselves to him. And the next thing I want to talk about is the commitment. We must make a commitment to God's word. So when we make a commitment, we have to follow through on that commitment regardless if things are going good or things are going bad. And and that is tr- that's the way we truly mature in God because we can't just study the word when things are going good. We just can't be committed to God when things are going good for us. Just and and because when things are good for us, we all we just on top of everything. We involved. We on fire for the Lord because things are going good. And when things get bad, we trend, we fall away. So we got to be committed regardless. And when things are going good, and when things are going bad, because. That's how we mature, and we see God give us the victory, and we see how God make a way out of no way when we when we are committed to His Word and we don't waver from it. So we study God's Word for His ways. We study that daily, and it's just as you don't lose once you start devoting time to God. You don't lose; you gain time. So and we have to we have to seek Him out. Look for him in every situation. Look for God to speak to you in every situation. God, what are you trying to show me in that situation? Even in the traffic, when things ain't going your way, look for God to be speaking to you. He's trying to show you something. And I, I normally I, I used to rush a lot. And and when every time I would rush and things weren't going my way, that would be a way that showed me pick up the Bible and, and read Read a little bit of it. I don't care how much I was rushing when that spirit tell me to pick it up. I would pick it up and read a couple of scriptures, and that would just that would just set my whole day perfectly. It was everything. The rest of my day would go smoothly, and all the things I was worried about being late or whatever, man, it was smoothed out. Everything when I when that Holy Spirit told me to read, and I did it, and I was obedient to it. And, and it just seemed like it's something about the Word of God and being obedient to it and keeping it in the ear in front of you. So and we have to plan. We have to schedule it in. We have to plan to always incorporate God in. And and once you be, leave the baby stage, you plan to, to seek God. You plan to study the Word of God in the morning. You plan. But as a babe, you just, whenever the Holy Spirit put it on your heart, you pick up the word or you read a scripture. So it is, and, and that's an awesome thing. And, and another thing is to find a place 
find a place where you could devote to spending time with God. And that seemed like wherever you left off, when you go back there, all those prayers and all those scriptures, you would pick them back up. I don't care if it's just a desk or a corner of the room, or if you have a room to devote to it, or a closet. It, that, that is awesome. Because it seemed like the spirit, the spirit just dwells there and hovers there, and and everything, keep everything in place. Have your Bible out, and it, it, that works wonders for you when when you getting to know God, and this and seeing this favor take place. And and this is do do this in the good and the bad days, and when you find yourself drifting off course, repent and realign yourself with the Word. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just repent. That forgiveness is always available. And 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 the devil is the only one that wants you to stay in that backslidden state because God doesn't. He wants you to get back up to the word. I don't care how big that the the back the uh, the fall that you had, the relapse or or you going back into a sin or something. Just ask for forgiveness and get back moving towards God. Because that's when your deliverance comes. It's when you seek God and you allow God to live through you and you don't stay in that mess. So, and because and, that's what the devil wants you to do is to stay away from God. The alien is to, you have to take yourself out of the Word. Say, I can't study the Word because I did, I was so, I backslid. No, repent and get back to it. Just ask for forgiveness. And go back to it because God is waiting on you. Because He He's waiting on you to get back to it. So have that word stored in your heart and in your spirit so you can recall it. So getting to know God is an awesome thing, and it's and it's no different than getting to know a person that you're in a relationship with, and a marriage or a work relationship. You got to get to know him, spend time with him, find out what he's all about. And you, he won't let you down. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed in getting to know God. And and, and if this is mostly, man, it's so important for the youth to get to know God. Because the world pulled at us and, and the world is trying to discover, dis, discourage and dis, discredit everything about God. And and puts you up on so many, to put so many things in front of God that's, it's best to get it early and to stay with it. Always incorporate God into your life so you have a moral compass, so you have something balancing on. So you walk on it, walk in that word, speak God's word. And and then we have to commit to believe what God says about us. What does God, who does God say I am? Not what the world says, not what the people, not what the, 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 the title, not what the group the stereotype. Believe what God say. Believe who God say you are, and He say you redeemed. And then find out what God is saying. So those, so we could break those strongholds, and we could break those, those, those bad, the things, the the the, the things in our past that that's that's do that's uh that's stalking us. So we have to put more word in us. And we have to increase our faith so that doubt will leave. So we have to overcome those bad words spoken into our life. So we must devote our lives to God and and God and God's interests and in God's desires. We have to devote ourselves to it to, to get to know God. And, and I know it seems like a little simple message, but it, boy, we just have to do that because the world is trying to pull us away from God. We have so many distractions that's trying to get us away. So we have to stay close to God, stay in his word, and get into know God. And he wants us to he wants us to know him just as David did. Because Acts thirteen twenty two tells us also how God saw David as a man after my heart, who will do my will do all my will. And like we said, David wasn't perfect, but his life was centered on God's interests and God's desires. He wasn't perfect, but his life was centered on God. His passion 
was to obey God and carry out his will. What are your passions? And I know we have to say, I like to sing, I like to dance, I like to collect, but what are your passions concerning God? And and they and the, the and all the Psalms reveal the fact that Dave that his relationship that the, that David's relationship with God was the most important thing in his life. What is the most important thing in your life? Is God that God even rank in the top five? So we have to see. And, and even though David committed that uh, the adultery and the sin, but he still God was the most important part of his life. His relationship with God was top priority. And his conviction, you felt it. His humble repentance showed it. And it's an example of how he missed it but still made it. And that's the way we should do it. That's an example to us of how even though we think we missed it, we still make it when we keep our mind on God. We have God centered and we put God first and to know God. First, and just so let's stop thinking that we have to be perfect because we don't. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to be perfect. So, and that's one thing that that we as Christians we beat ourselves up about it because we can't follow the law to the letter. And and David shows us that. Which you can't have some imperfection and still be called a man after God's own heart, a man or woman after God's own heart. So that's what we must strive to be, and we should look and and set our course to be for God to tell us that and to be well pleased with our actions, and and said that's a man or woman after my heart for God to say that. And that's what we should look for. That's what we should, we should live for. That's what we're studying for. And we want to talk a little bit about walking, living in his favor. What is favor? When we ask a person to do us a favor, somebody to do something for us, or a, a favor showing honor in some way. So, But the biblical favor is to show kindness and acceptance, and God shows us awesome favor. And as believers, we have experienced God's favor toward us as a result of salvation when he forgave us of our sin and he sent Jesus Christ down to forgive us. So we got favor from God. And God's favor also works in us and changes us. The result of that favor, it changes us. It changes our heart to know that a sinner, he still loves us and he forgives us. And he, he doesn't hold that against us once we accept Jesus Christ and once we receive salvation. He doesn't hold that against us. And and Moses, and we go just, just think about Moses in Exodus uh, 33, uh, verses 12 through 13, it was, and we talked about Moses wanted to know God's way in order to know him. And through the scriptures, he discovered how the Lord operated in people's lives. The favor of God is a witness to others. So God's favor is a witness to others that he has accepted us, and he's showing kindness toward us. So it's favor, and that's what we want is God to show us some acceptance. And by getting to know God's word and and understanding his word and, and communicating with him, we can receive awesome favor from God, blessings. And, and we must, and and while we get in this favor, and I know the, the, we like a lot of favor, but we cannot desire the favor of God and leave God out. So we gotta, we've got to get God's favor along with God. The favor of God, the blessings of God, the, the material things of God can't surpass our love for God. So we have to... Stay keep stay humble and make sure we don't get out of line by wanting more material stuff from God than we want with a relationship with Him. So that is what I want to talk about tonight: is our our mistakes don't define us, and what God's will, and what will this, and when we look at it, what do, will God say about us? 
What can God say about us based on our spiritual walk today? What will God say about us? What the, what will God's impression of us be? And we must work in our lives to, to make sure God will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. So that is what I want to share with you tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. That's, I knew it was going to be powerful. I know it always, always, always is. Um, if anyone have any comment or questions um, pertaining to what uh, the amazing word that God gave Minister King, hit star one, star one. And keep in mind that you will be live as soon as um, so be mindful with your background. Um, Minister King, that's what I want to ask. You know, with the world the way it is now, I, I totally enjoyed that you said that our mistakes don't define us. But, you know, a lot of people, believers and not believers, that's one of the major things um, I think we hold against ourselves, our faith, is that way that we don't go to church, that we don't come closer to Christ, that we don't read the Word. Um, how can we, dis- you know, display to people um more, I guess, of how that powerful statement you said that that our mistakes don't define us because a lot of and I just be honest here, a lot of men and women of God don't say that out of their mouth over the pulpit and when they in even out in the community they have they don't say what you said so powerfully. But how can we actually be a continue to be an example and show our brothers and sisters? that we all have made mistakes, but we need to continue to, to seek God's faith. Yes, and, and basically the first thing is to be transparent and to, and to, and to open with people, be open with people, and, and let them know that we as ministers and we as, as followers of Christ and, and seeking God, we make mistakes and have made mistakes. And to, just to be transparent and to be open with the people. And because, like like I said, David made mistakes, Moses made mistakes, and a lot of people, a lot of characters in the Bible made mistakes, and it was still favored. So we must, we got to stop going around acting like we have to be perfect in order to be accepted in the kingdom of God, and, and that's totally, di- and the word doesn't say that, that we have to be perfect. And we just gonna have to, and that's where we got to just stick close to the word, and that's where we need to know the word for ourselves, so so nobody can put us in bondage, and that's the way you you are put in. We are put in bondage because we don't know what the word says. We are just allowing the pastor, and we just stopping at what he believe, and that's what we believe, and that's what we gonna stand on. So we have to. We have to we have to take on the whole word and, and to study ourselves approved and to and to follow the scriptures and to study the scriptures and this is what it talks about. We go into the meat of the word, and when you look at all and you look at all the stories and everything it goes through, how people make mistake, but God still favored them and God still blessed them, and and we just need to know the proper way to go through. And the proper steps to go to when we do make a mistake, and as far as repentance and and to ask for forgiveness, and and to turn back to God, and 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 then by having our hearts pure, and basically, and our motives are right. It's like I'm trying to see God, even though I make a mistake, but I was still trying to see God, and and that's like when a little kid comes up and it's like, well, Dad, I was trying to I was trying to help you, and they spilled the milk. I was trying to be a big boy, and they they break the glass. I'm telling you, so you you find out what were their motives, and that's what we got to look for is the motives, and we got to make sure our, our motives are sincere. And that well, I was trying to to get a closer walk with God, and I made this mistake. So this is that's what I I'm seeing then, and that's the way I've grew. I grow in the Lord is to make sure my motives are right first of all. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree with that. That's that's amazing. And I'm so glad that you did tackle that uh, tackle favor because a lot of people, uh, I think we need to, as you said, dive deep in in the word so we'll know when to use that or not. Because unfortunately, especially with the way social media, 
is right now. A lot of people use that when uh, every time they saying they get a, a material thing. And then so some people feel funny and feel less than because they don't have that material thing. And, and, and I'm so glad you tackled that and you actually told us the right way to see that as the Bible says it because we, you can't, yeah, yeah. And, and some people get hurt and want to, and depressed because they say, well, God must so, uh, you know, I must not have favor in God's eyesight or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, because I didn't get X, Y, Z. So I'm so, ooh, I'm so glad that you tackled that because uh, so many people, we need to be educated better and read the word and apply it in the, in the right way so we can use that because nothing, and I'm going to just say that, nothing God is, is doing or has done or continue to do is, is to help someone feel less than. That's not, that's not him. Exactly. You know, just like, you know, there's no confusion. You know, he's not in confusion. Usually we have the wrong perspective of a thing. <laughs> Uh, and you're exactly right, and 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 that's what and that and that's a common thing, and that's and that's the reason why I encourage and and the, the everybody to study the word for yourself, because that way you will know. Because God blesses you one way, and He blesses me a different way, and God is dealing with me one way, and He deals with you another way, because. Not all of us are the same, so we can't save. So, so some people blessings are not to get blessed because they're not mature enough to handle it. So you got so many aspects, and God knows so much about us, and He knows who we have around us, and He's protecting us. So we have to trust. That's where we just have to trust God and trust what He's doing, and wait for Him to reveal it to us, because. It's just so many variables and so many things out there, and there's so many ways and so much deceit out there that we could get clobbered, man. We could get devoured so easily if God would just give us what we want when we want it because the people that we have in our lives, some of them are not ready. And I'm talking about, man, it's just so many people. It could be so hurtful, and it could be devastating because, you, 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 some people could you could lose you could lose a lot, and and you could all the way up to your life because you get, you got blessed at the wrong time, and you you told the wrong person because, and we're seeing it so much today. Mhm, mhm. You know, because maturity is very important, and and so many, all of us at different levels, and I'm so, ooh, so it made how God keeps us all together, but I'm, that's him. That's why he God. But, the, you know, because all of us at different levels and all of us have a purpose and a calling, but we mm-hmm. all part of the body of Christ. I think a lot of people feel they, they beat up themselves because they didn't have that knowledge, which you just told us about our mistakes don't define us. And then it becomes a vicious cycle. And then, you know, um, they just feel so bad against themselves, so they actually say God don't love them. And, and God loves you, loves you, loves you, but uh, that's what our job is, and I'm so glad you told us, uh, reminded us that, as well, that that's what we need to get on our job so we can be an example for, for someone else. And and another thing, and I, and I hate to say it, but it just come in my spirit, is like, and a lot of people are holding a lot of anger towards people like, well, they walked out of my life and they did this to me and they did. But I'm like, just be thankful that God, that they showed, that God showed them at the time that he did because a lot of things, with, like a lot of businesses and people would have, People lost a thousand dollars, but and if they'd have got the blessing, if God would have went ahead and blessed them, then they'd been fighting about millions of dollars. So, so don't get mad at a person when they reveal themselves. You thank God and you celebrate. And I, I tell my, uh, I tell my wife sometimes that sometimes you should, uh, you should uh, treat those people when they show you who they are. Just treat them because tell them thank you. It's like thank you for showing me at this time because. We, we, you, if you, if you'd have went any farther, you'd have been deeper into my life, and and you've been more intertwined in my life, and you, and I might not could get you out so easy. So, so you sometimes it's best to send them a thank you card, and I, 
it don't sound right, but and but that way you you get that anger and the animosity off your heart, and you get to, and then stop that cancer that's growing, and that unforgiveness. So you just thank them for showing me who you are. Thank you, and and you go from there. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. There, I like that. Yes, but because God know what He's doing. I, ooh, yeah, because you want them to get on out, out of the way, and um, ooh, but you know, God has actually had to work on me with that as well in regards of accepting people where they are, because as <laughs> and I think you mentioned it early on, they have you know these these titles, and you know these titles have gotten people kind of. You know, they want to do what they want to do. and um, But then you're like, wait a minute, you have a title. You should do X, Y, Z. But you have, I had to, God had to help me get to the point that I accept people where they are. Because I want them to do that as well. So a lot of times, and, and just keep it real, we, we have one standard for ourselves, and then we say, okay, they should be at least where I'm at, where I am or you know, if they have done something longer than you have, you would think they'll be. But no, we actually need to accept people where they are uh, because you don't know what they're really going through. Uh, especially, I have to say this real quick. You know, the the old, uh, when we were growing up, you knew people that was homeless because, unfortunate, they had nowhere to stay, for example. Now the new terminology in so many states here in the United States especially People are working every day, and they still up under the umbrella of homeless because they live in not even you know the old saying used to be uh, one uh, uh, living paycheck to paycheck. They actually below that because they wow. actually don't even have. Yeah, I mean people working every day, and, and and that really bothered me a little bit because one I wasn't aware. But I'm so glad that I'm aware now. But we actually really have to have that keenness. They hear what God wants us to say, say and do for people, because it, it is beyond what you what you think it really is. Just the people that don't have a physical place to stay It's actually people that's working and going to a job every day, um, because the way food is going up, um, housing, cars, etc., gas, you know, all that comes into play. But I, I that just was in my spirit because a lot of times. What we think is the perspective of a thing, we have to be mindful. And like you said, we need to sit back and actually hear what God has to say about a situation because a lot of times we totally have it not uh, not right. We don't have the right thinking behind it. Right. right. And, you, and, I, and well, you just shared some stuff to me, and I didn't think uh, – you could actually go backwards, but I could believe it. It's like wow when you say they're going backwards, and wow, wow, well, praise the Lord! And mm-hmm. Wow, okay, mm-hmm. man. You guys quiet tonight, but it's not one. If anybody have anything to say, but this is a powerful conversation right here. I can't wait to this replay. I'm gonna do this three four times. <laughs> it's powerful. Yeah, we get the well, input on. You yes. just, hey, you you just amazing. We're going to have to get, we back on our schedule now. I'm so glad. Uh, but, but do me a favor. I'm going to be quiet. But it, ladies and gentlemen, you know we here every Tuesday, same time from 7 to 8. And we also do the uh, Good Deeds Radio. Is uh, We live every day in Atlanta. We're local here at 107.5. But we actually, um, on Mondays and Thursdays from 530 to 6, if you want to, be a guest or you want your own radio platform and you want to do uh, a show like Minister King, um, get in contact with us at reneesunday.com and you can actually, we can talk about it, okay? Because uh, the thing is we have to, uh, I, I know I, I step out of people's way with their gifts because they gifts, you know what, they're going to actually empower me and motivate me and mine, so I'm so happy to help other people in this as well. But Minister King, I'm going to be quiet. If you have anything else you want to say or uh, you can do that, and then please tell us how we can um, contact you. And then if you don't mind, can you pray us out, please? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Uh, yes. And and basically, and, and uh, that just stem from the, uh, and to just go into what my, Dr. Renee, she talked about the millennials, and, uh, and I, I talked with my daughter and it. 
and just to and and what I'm seeing is the 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 young generation they just want to be included and they want to be acknowledged. So if if if, if anybody is out there has a young youth in their in their life is to bring, get them involved. They want to be involved and they want to they want to be want to be attached to something. And and of course they want to make money, but they want you to use them. And they, because they have a wealth of resources and they have a lot of technology, and that, that that's at their fingertips, and they are assets. And and for you guys to not let those your some a valuable asset not to put them in the game is is selling yourself short. Because these kids have so much information, their their minds work different than ours. And 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 their minds are not weighed down with all the stuff that we'd weighed down with because all the concerns and the, so they thinking a whole lot better and they do everything a whole lot quicker than us. So don't keep them out. Invite them in. Allow them to be, take part in your work, your 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 tasks, your jobs, and and encourage them to come, even if you have to motivate them. But, but involved them in because they are ready and they are waiting. They're not just quiet because they don't want you to bother them. They're waiting for you to give them something to do, and that is what I see. So, um, so basically, uh, and 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 I use my girls accordingly, and I try to, and to get them involved. And they've done a great job. The more, everything I ask them to do, they do it above and beyond expectation. So that is, if you have a, a young adult out there, please engage them and engage them into your work. Get them involved. Let them do something for you, and you won't be sad. You won't be dissatisfied. And and we like your comments on on shows to come. Let us give us some comments and give us some feedback on it, and see and if you applied it, and see and let us know how if it worked out or not, because. They want to be involved, and I don't think they're, they ain't a lazy bunch. They lazy because we haven't given them anything to do. So, uh, but if you want to give me a uh, some feedback, uh, you could Twitter me on the town of Brea. That's uh, B-E-R-E-A, town of Brea on Twitter. And we have some more uh, social medias coming up uh but that is the way to reach. Send me a, a tweet or and get in touch with me, and and we'll be getting more going on and more to come. But uh, I, I just want to say is to stay encouraged and stay in the word and and to keep God at the forefront because you won't be you won't be disappointed. And it's it's not that God is going to waste a lot of time. God wants to free up your time. He wants to free up your schedule because His ways are higher than our ways, and He knows all, sees all. So that is the one we need on our side that knows what's around the corner, around the way, and next day, God knows all instead of working with our limited knowledge. So invite God into your life and and, to, and to develop that heart towards God and, and, and to get to know him and to live in his true favor, his true favor. And allow him to to follow his instructions. So I can't stress that enough. And I know there's a lot of other things we talk about, but to basics, we have to do the basics first. Is to get to know God, so we can operate, and so we can fight off the darts of the devil. We can fight off the the misleading uh, conversation. And and this is something that's no, we can't. We, as Christians, we have to be separated. As children of God, we have to be separated from the world. And that's the way they're going to know us, and that's the way we're going to get the, the the respect that we deserve is because we separate ourselves. We separate ourselves through our acts and our deeds and our conduct and our character. All those things separate us, so we have to do that. Uh, so I encourage you to do that. And 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 there's not I can't say enough about it but obeying God's word hiding it in your heart and and and, and allowing him to teach you to create keeping those regulations and reflecting on his ways we and we and not forget his word and that to not forget his word so we have to do that so 
If there's no more comments, is there anything else, Renee? So, now we're I'll, good. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'll pray us out. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you and we we thank you, Lord, for you sending your son, Jesus, to die for our sins. And we, we exercise that faith to believe that he is the son of God. We thank you, Lord, that our sins are forgiven forgiven so we and we praise you lord we praise you lord for all the favor that you will that you are about to restore upon us the favor and uh, the acceptance the acceptance knowing that we are redeemed and that we are forgiven and that we have power to to walk a uh, uh, saved life lord we thank you lord and we praise you for all that you're doing and all the promises that you give us, Lord, we thank you. We love you, Lord. We love you, and we teach our ways, teach your ways to our families, Lord. We we eat, drink, and sleep your word, Lord, so we can become more like you, so we can operate in your power and your wisdom, your anointing, and all power that that you put in our hands, Lord. We receive that, and we expect you to continuously to to give us wisdom to give us discernment on, on the way we should go. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We spread that world, that love throughout the world. We spread your world, your word throughout the world. We thank you, Lord, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Sunday Soul Service, brought to you by me, Dr. Renee Sunday, the Platform Builder. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for an uplifting power pack hour designed to help you believe, trust, and walk it out. And always remember, I love you, but God loves you best.